Hello and welcome to Inner Grace. This podcast is for the ones longing to experience true permanent healing at a soul level, rebuild a working relationship with the divine and reconnect to the inner and outer grace that is available to all at any moment. I'm your host Shiloh and I'll be chatting with some of the world's most magical humans and leading mystics on all things soul-led from spirituality, consciousness, love, sexuality, relationships and true transformation from the inside out. These conversations are designed to elevate your consciousness, reunite you with your soul and help you experience more love, joy, peace and power in your life. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. From the bottom of my heart, may you find what you're seeking here and in your own inner well. Let's jump in. Welcome, beloved. I am so excited to be jumping into the very first episode of Inner Grace. The creation of this podcast has been a calling on my heart and soul for years now, one I just couldn't ignore any longer. So I guess that's a good place to start with the soul. See, I took a look around at the personal development and spirituality space and I thought there's something missing. I saw all the coaching work, the mindset and manifestation hacks, the somatic body work, the polarity and sexuality teachings, all the insights, tools and practices both myself and others taught to get in control of suffering. And I wondered, why do we struggle so much to maintain our happiness, our peace, our joy? Why are so many, even those deeply in the work, still suffering with themselves and in their lives so much? And why in my own personal life, after studying and teaching so many different modalities and chipping away at wounds for years, thinking they'd been resolved, was I yet again seeing them rear their ugly heads? In total truth, I was in the middle of another personal crisis, a dark night of the ego because the soul doesn't have any dark nights, but the ego will have many. And to be honest, it was the worst I'd experienced in years. I was drenched in unwavering fear. I was completely on my own. I was dealing with heartbreak, grief, fear, and a heart arrhythmia that created a tidal wave of anxiety that just wouldn't quit. How was I here again? What weren't we getting? What wasn't I getting? Something is missing. I could feel it echoing in my bones. There was a calling inside of me saying, hey, girl, it shouldn't be this hard. It doesn't need to be this hard. This calling was saying to me that healing gets to be permanent, but that there was a piece that I was missing and that a lot of us have been missing. So after a decade in personal development work, I decided to go looking for that piece. I was ready to find it for myself and to find it for the people that I get to serve and support in their own journeys. So I listened to the call of what I now know was my soul. Thank goodness. I took a trip to Bali. I spent my 30th birthday alone climbing a volcano. I went completely offline and did exactly the thing my whole system was against. 
I sat in the silence. I abandoned social media, music, TV. I abandoned people as clutches and avoidance tools. And I spent hours, hours a day, sometimes all day, sitting in silence with myself, undistracted for about a month and a half. And there, in the silence, I found the peace that I believe most healing work is missing. The piece that I was missing, the missing piece was grace. The missing piece was God. The missing piece was source. The missing piece was universe, whatever you want to call it. And the reconnection with my soul. Suddenly it all made sense. Here we all are working at the level of the mind, barely engaging the higher powers that be, our soul and God. Most of us are terrified of even talking about God because of all the attachments and traumas that we and everyone else have around the word. But I looked around and I thought, really, where is the work for restoring your relationship to your soul fully? Not just working with your body or mind and not focused on getting something, on manifesting something or on healing something, but focused on the light within you that knows you're already healed and it is already done. So why are we still avoiding the conversations about God? Are we really still carrying so much conditioning from confused religious dogmas that we are so terrified of talking about God? Are we really still hurting so much that we are so terrified of talking about God and even more trying to understand God, feel God and create a powerful relationship with God in our lives? One that is intimate to us, a relationship rooted in the truth we discover inside of ourselves and not false or confused truths that have been handed to us by others. What if we could have a relationship with something that knows our eternal goodness, a God, a grace rooted in a divine love that eclipses all else, doesn't that just make you want to melt? What if there was healing that could be permanent and that was always available to anyone at any time, not from some outside source, but from the deepest parts of your own inner well? A decade in personal development work, a decade of... Every tool and practice I could get my hands on, every teacher, workshop and event I could find. And I thought, how many had actually talked about spirit in a way that was more than a quick mention before a cacao ceremony or a grounding into Mama Earth? Why did we continue to skip over spirit? Why did we only spend a few moments there and then feel uncomfortable? And as I started visiting with my soul, it became clear we have been doing and offering surface work. I had been doing and offering surface work and I didn't even realize. And surface work will never create permanent healing, only working at the level of the soul hand in hand with grace can do that. Believe me, I am in no way pointing the finger here. In my programs, workshops, events, coaching, conversations, relationships, friendships, online content, I had barely spoken about God either. In fact, it took me years of deconditioning to even get comfortable enough to use and relate to the word 
God. I spent a lot of years using workaround words, and maybe you can relate, like universe, grace, source, light, and anything else that didn't feel quite as intimate or quite as triggering as the word God, both to me and to others. But maybe, just maybe, triggering and intimate is exactly what we need. Maybe we need to restore our inner relationship to our soul and to God because doing it all on our own or even with the help of amazing guides just isn't working. Maybe, just maybe, we need the be all, end all, guide of guides. (laughs) Not our body, not our mind, but grace. When I talk about God, I'm not talking about a man sitting up in the clouds. In fact, I think most of us have evolved from this view of the divine. So God to me, and I invite you to seek and create your own definition. God to me is pure consciousness, love, kindness, creation, and goodness. And most of all, God is inescapable truth with the soul being the access point. So let's talk about the soul for a minute. And before I do, I would like to take a moment to say, I'm not here to tell you what is true. I can't give you truth. Not really. These kinds of truths have to be investigated inside of yourself. They have to be personally experienced. So I can only hope that I can open you to a place of being willing to go inside and find truth for yourself. So I will share with you what I believe to be true for me here and now, fully reserving the right to change my mind at any moment as a learning, growing, and evolving being. And the invitation is always and forever that you go to your own inner well, your own inner light, and try on the words you hear from others, seeing if they align with your own soul and the own truth, the truth that you own that is available inside of you at any moment. So I believe the soul is the energy that is holding the body. Yes, holding the body, not contained within. Often when we envision the soul, if we stop to think about it at all, we think of the soul as being held somewhere inside of us. But what I feel personally from my own personal experience in feeling into my soul is that the soul is the energy that is wrapped around the body, coming in and also expanding out. To me, it feels like the divine consciousness that is always aware of and connected to God or grace, even when our ego mind is determined on forgetting. And boy, oh boy, have we done a whole lot of forgetting in our lives. It is the energy that is beating our heart and graciously allowing another inhale and exhale, totally aware of all that we are, every moment, every thought, every feeling, every secret shame, every seemingly unshakable grief. It is the part of us that knows us fully. It knows every part of us and more importantly, it is the part that loves us fully, unconditionally seeing our truth and our goodness no matter what. 
As I mentioned, I also believe the soul is the access point to God. It is when you seek out and restore your connection with this life force energy that you can begin to restore your connection to grace and begin to have the experience of grace in your life. See, grace is not something that can be experienced from just thinking on it. Most people are confused about the existence of God and soul because they have yet to seek out an intimate experience of it. And until you know the experience of God, until you know the experience of God and your soul, personally and intimately, you'll doubt they exist at all. And unfortunately, you'll probably suffer endlessly for it because it is heartbreaking to be disconnected from your soul. Acknowledging, reconnecting to, talking with and experiencing my soul pulled me out of some of the deepest fear I have ever experienced in my life. The fear of dying, which in my opinion is mostly at the core of every fear which we can speak about in some other episodes. <laughs> Remembering that I have a soul and engaging with that force has been the deepest and most fulfilling work of my life. And believe me when I tell you, I've done everything else. And I bet you have too. The workbooks, the EFT tapping, the massages, the Reiki the breath work, the hypnosis, the juice cleanses and the water fasts, the coaching, the Tony Robbins events, the rituals and plant ceremonies, ayahuasca, mushrooms, DMT, the list goes on. I've done it all. But all of these things only gave me a taste of grace and a taste of grace that was instable, that stayed and then left as quickly as it came through, but surrendering into the space of unwavering peace that exists in my own well, the space of allness that is my soul, that has been the most profound healing work I've ever done. And I didn't need any other tool or person except myself. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that wacky in a world and a personal development industry that is so... <laughs> excited by and turned on by all of the tools and rituals and work. What if it was much easier? So now here I am with a backpack full of tools that I have no interest in giving anyone. Here I am saying that I wish for you silence. Where I believe your deepest healing is, is deep inside you with the quiet voice of your soul that knows every piece of you so much more than anyone or anything else ever could. If I'm being totally honest, this is probably my one problem with the soul, the part I often find so frustrating, or at least my mind does. The soul is so quiet. The soul is so quiet. It really is. You have to get very quiet, meditate, and truly be open to not just listening, but hearing. See, the ego is the loud voice. The ego will shout and yell and tell you a thousand different things. It makes you feel crazy because it is kind of crazy. The ego knows it's temporary and wildly inferior to the agelessness of the soul. So it 
it will shout for your attention. The ego is also terrified of the silence and what you'll find there within your soul. It knows the soul is powerful and eternal. And the moment you begin to think about sitting with yourself undistracted, your ego will kick up a fuss because your ego also knows everything that it has buried all throughout your lifetime that the soul is just waiting to hand you. And the soul has no need to shout. It calls you softly saying, come my love, visit with me, go inside. All your answers are here. I know who you really are. Will you come remember? Will you find me and God again? And even if you don't, even if you avoid the soul for the rest of your days, it will never fight or attack you the way the loud voice in your mind will. Because it knows that eventually you'll come home. In this life or another, the end result is guaranteed. It can't be any other way you belong to grace. <laughs> when you first begin the reunion with your soul and God again, I can promise a few things will happen. First of all, you'll encounter your shadow, including all of the shadow work you thought you'd completed. Yeah. That's what happened to me. When I tell you I spent days crying and wading through fear and things I thought I had resolved, I mean it. New memories, new events, new pain rising up to the surface, all there for me. I now believe the best way to do shadow work, which by the way, if you don't know the terminology, is just sorting through all of your hurts, traumas, judgments, limiting beliefs, icky stuff inside of you, the best way to do shadow work is directly with your soul. Why? Because it remembers and knows everything. That thing from childhood that you still feel secretly guilty and shameful about but haven't dared usher a word to anyone, even your therapist, it knows. And it knows everything, and I mean everything. It knows how you really feel about that event, not how you've convinced yourself you feel about that. More than knows, your soul has the ability to actually see your wounds, your past, your future clearly, not from the perspective or the mess of your mind. It sees truth. It sees the truth, capital T. Even if you yourself don't don't want to see it. It will nudge at you and nudge at you and nudge at you. And if you want to heal, if you really want to heal, you have to hit truth. You have to hit truth. That's just how it is. And a lot of people will avoid engaging with their soul because a part of them knows they can't hide there. They can't make themselves feel better with pretty thoughts or avoid what's actually real. They'll be required to come to a space of complete ownership and true vision and face up with all of the illusions they've created throughout their lives. And a lot of people prefer the safety they believe they have found in victimhood, blame, and righteousness, clinging to their suffering, clinging to their suffering, thinking that it's safety. Aside from the most epic shadow work of your life, you'll discover more beauty than you ever thought possible. There is peace, freedom, love, and bliss beyond what you believed existed or ever experienced in your human life. The word I love to use when I connect to this grace is goodness. It feels like the most 
unbelievable goodness I have ever experienced in my whole entire life. There is so much of it that it is going to knock your socks off and you'll become addicted to being with your soul, obsessed with the most radiant, radiant light that you can imagine. Uh Aha, that's what's waiting for you. But you can't take my word for it. Like I said to you, this kind of truth has to be experienced. The mind can't comprehend the truth of the soul. It must be felt. And truly, truly, I believe it's time we started healing, not from our mind or body, but from the only place that is really guaranteed to end suffering, which is through grace. And I truly believe that an end to suffering is possible. We've just been going about it the wrong way. And now every other way to me now seems like a maze, taking us the long way around, leading us straight to another wall. I promise we will chat about how you can access and rebuild the relationship with God and your soul in later episodes. But for now, I ask that you just reopen to the existence of both. Just reopen to the idea that you have a soul. Feel for your soul. Maybe just speak to your soul a little bit. We go through most of our days not even acknowledging the existence of a soul, completely run by our body and by our mind. So opening to the existence is a good starting point. It is my deepest hope for you that some of these episodes in this podcast can inspire you back into relationship with your soul and with grace. In this podcast, I hope to incorporate conversations about the soul and about God and how the reintegration of these aspects in your life can make healing that much easier. It really gets to be easier. I believe that to be true. I believe it gets to be permanent. And don't get me wrong, this doesn't mean that life will be without challenge. There are always going to be challenges, but it does mean that when there are challenges, you don't flip out and spin out and crumble. It means that you have a powerful hand to hold throughout them. Faith restored and fully operational. Yes, yes, yes. I hope that this can be a space where we get to talk about what we've pushed aside and forgotten so that we can come back to some truths that might actually lift our hearts and humanity to a new level, out of fear, back into love. Thank you for listening and please come back again soon. From my heart and my soul and my spirit to yours, peace. Thank you for listening to this episode of Inner Grace. We hope it is another step in your own journey of remembering the deepest truth of who you are. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to drop a comment, stop by on social media or subscribe if you'd like to be notified of juicy new episodes. See you next time.